0: Welcome to Salcedo Paranormal. It is Wednesday, uh, November 2nd, 2022. And tonight, I'll be reviewing Stephen King's novel, Under the Dome. As always, you can find all the episodes of the show, along with links to social media, ways to donate and ways to contact me, along with... um. Oh, I think I already said that. Okay. And uh, always happy to hear from you all, whether you have comments or questions or topic suggestions. Or if you have stories of paranormal experiences, whether they're your own or from others that you trust, happy to either read them or have you join me on the show to talk about them. And um, I was just thrown off there because usually my recording software lets me know audibly when it starts, but it didn't do that this time. So that was a little bit weird but hopefully hopefully that is not a major problem or indication of a major problem we will see but um anyway so as always with these book review episodes there will be spoilers <clears throat> and as always with Stephen King <laughs> there it is a horror story so there will be um there there will be basically violence and death and things along those lines, along with the paranormal and or science fiction, in this case, uh, within the book. <clears throat> so um just wanted to make sure everyone knows that before I start. And let me get to the, uh, the summary here that I have, and then I
1: will uh, begin. Just one moment, please.
0: Okay, um, so this is a fairly long novel. I believe it's close to a thousand pages, if not over that. Actually, It's right up there with uh, the Stand, the final version of the Stand, and uh, and and Link them, I believe. But um, so this novel came out in two
1: thousand nine, and
0: um, wow, so it was the fifty eighth book published by Stephen King at that point in his forty eighth novel obviously that was two thousand nine, so he has passed both of those points at this uh both of those um, those records at this point but um so this book really is about what happens when a strange uh dome like uh, object of unknown origin... falls over... and completely covers... A, a town... a small town... and... cuts it off... from the rest of the world... um... other than maybe... looking through out into the... the world... and looking in... but uh... no one can... get in or get out... with this thing down... so... this book starts... Um, in 2017, that's interesting, so they said it, he said it a little bit in the future. Um wait, let me see here. Did I read that right? Let's see here. just want to check. yeah, okay, so it came out in 2009, but it was set in 2017. okay. um so this this town uh is, is named Chester's Mill. it's in Maine. And, um... All of a sudden, this invisible... Uh... Barrier that is... Only allows certain amounts of air through. Very little. Um... Comes down over this town. And... It stops the main character... Uh... From leaving the town, even though he was trying to. He was on his way out. Um... He His name is uh, Dale Barbara, and his nickname is Barbie, which is ironic in a way. But um, he was on his way out of the town uh, due to a dispute with some local um, kids, or young adults, really. Um, one of which was the son of the town's second selectman, uh, who was... Part of the major power political power structure in this town, um, and it turns out the only one that was able to step in and keep Barbara from getting Dale, del say Dale, from getting beat up more than he already was, was the police chief. Um, so he's uh, he's a former army captain, um, and so he's heading out of the town. And he sees, um, I remember this part just from memory. Uh, he sees a, a woodchuck on the side of the road. And, um, and then all of a sudden, this invisible dome comes down and kills this little animal. And he realizes that if he had been just a little bit further, he could have been killed by this dome as well. Um, and so he starts investigating it. And he, he actually, there is a, um, there's basically vehicles that uh, collide with this thing as well. Um, there's even a plane that collides with it and kills the, the, the pilot and the wife of the town's first selectman. But, um, so the police chief, um, Howard Duke Perkins goes out to investigate once he starts hearing reports of this dome. But when he gets near it, um, he has a pacemaker, and apparently this dome interacts with electronics that get too close to it, and can destroy them because it makes it explode. And so it kills this police chief. He was really the only person that was fair, and or possibly on... Dale's, Dale's side in this this town. Um, he's very much not trusted by a lot of people, because he's a stranger from the town. And um, so and there's other details that are not quite as important, but, um, but now he's stuck in this town that he was trying to get out of. And so, uh, meanwhile... Um, so yeah, so yeah, this leaves the, uh, the town's, um, selectman in charge, but really it's only one, it's the second selectman who has all the power, like I said, um, and he uses the first selectman as the figurehead of the entire town, and, um, so this, uh, second selectman's name is... Uh, Last name is Rennie, Uh, and he's known as Big Jim because his name is James, and he's he is actually the book describes him as being rather large. Um, And uh, so, after learning of this, the death of Perkins, uh, he uh, Rennie appoints one of his um, friends and allies uh, as the new. Uh, a, police, a police chief in the town. Uh, his last name was Randolph. And of course, with the Stephen King book, you're always going to get a lot of characters. Um, so, and, and meanwhile, the world is learning about this dome because there have been major and minor crashes into this dome from people uh, going through or trying to go through the town that now can't. Um, And so, as as, uh, Rennie is trying to figure out what's going on, he also sees uh, a way to basically take over the town. Which is ironic, because he has a town now, basically, but it's still under a dome. It's it's almost, there's a lot of, um, I think, political commentary in this, this story, in a way, that is really ironic. Um, he finally has control of this town. And he figures everything will be okay, even, even though there's this dome, he figures it'll get sorted out soon. <clears throat> um, but in the meantime, he's going to take over. And he starts um, recruiting, basically, questionable candidates... Candidates, um, basically, young, similar younger men to the ones that beat up Dale, including um, R- R- Remy's son. Uh, oh, Rennie, I'm sorry, it's not Remy. Rennie's son, who was also named Jim, but is known as Junior. Um, now, unknown to his father, his father, Junior has a uh, um, a brain tumor that has not been diagnosed yet that has be- begun affecting his mental state right around this time. Literally, right as the, the dome drops. Um, and, of course, as this is going on, and as everyone is trying to figure out what's going on, uh, Junior is actually in the process of finding and then killing two local uh, young women that he knows. Um. So, and then he finds his his father, and then finds out that uh, he's been appointed to this police force. So you see, already things are not going well. Um, so let's see here. Um, looking at the rest of this here. So, uh, the um, the authorities, the U.S. government, finds out about this dome situation and um sends a uh the military out to to the to the um to the dome of course to the exterior of the dome um to investigate and um the a lot of it's, i just noticed this, there's a lot of Jameses in this story that's weird but um there's this uh colonel james o cox c o x uh who is outside the dome, calls the editor of the local newspaper, um, her first name is Julia, to find out um, what's going on. And also, he, uh, knowing that um, Dale is in the town, he has Julia get a message to Dale. um, And then Cox asks Dale to act as the government's agent to bring down the Dome, not knowing the political situation in this town. Um, so, let's see here. Cox um, wants Dale to locate the Dome's power source, which is thought to be somewhere in the, in the town, probably in the middle of the town somewhere.
1: Um, and let's see here. Cox
0: also becomes aware thanks to Dale of the um of the political situation uh, going on here. And so uh, Dale is uh, reinstated to the u s army military and um, and promoted and um, basically, he's given a decree. ...giving him authority over the township. Except, of course... um, ...Rennie refuses to...
1: ...recognize this. Um,
0: So... ...around this time... ...um... ...the wife of the former police chief... uh, ...Brenda Perkins... ...finds a... ...file in in her husband's computer that... ...um... ...shows... Uh, Jim Rennie's money uh, laundering or stealing schemes. So she starts to worry about what's going to happen. Uh, and she's very much right to. So um, so Jim Rennie starts to uh, arrange uh, unease and panic in the town to um, basically... Make him look like the best choice in the situation, as opposed to Dale um And at this point that there are basically two groups that are forming here that um the Rennie and his group of people that are working for him, not knowing all the facts, and then Dale and Julia and then some other people from town that see what's going on and um so the these these two groups are end up meeting each other in different ways throughout the town as they're trying to figure out what's going on and find this power source and um at at one point, Rennie is able to frame uh, and arrest Dale for four murders so and um, they're all murders that. <laughs> either the father or the son of the rennie family have uh basically committed in 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 order to take control of the town so and of course one of the murders is brenda perkins who uh went to rennie with this information that she had on him and he uh of course couldn't let that let that escape. So he ended up killing her. So it turns out father and son have similar tendencies to violence when things are not working out the way they want. Um, so meanwhile, um, other people in the town managed to get a Geiger counter and,
1: uh, to try to find this energy source. And, um, it looks like, or
0: lo- they find what looks like a, um, a a strange object that is generating uh, this this dome, but they can't reach it. It has its own small force field,
1: and um, so let's see
0: here. This um, the conflict between the people in power, including Rennie, and those that are trying to save people instead of just um, instead of just dealing with, or going along with Rennie's plans, um, they end up breaking Dale out of out of jail
1: and uh, <clears throat> they end up having to uh, kill Junior Rennie just as he's about to uh, try to murder Dale. And so um, these
0: people, um, when they start to touch the dome, as long as they don't have any electronics near them, they start to have uh, visions, uh, get visions from, um, oh, they touch the object, I'm sorry, not the dome. And they finally are able to break through to it. Um, And they figure out that the device was put there by um, alien creatures named Leatherheads due to their appearances being leathery and alien-like. And that um, basically they are children who have set up the dome as a kind of a toy for entertainment. So basically, it's like a, um, an ant farm where the aliens are in the normal human position and then the humans are the ants. And so, meanwhile, um, due to mismanagement of resources in the town and um, all these conflicts going on, the, um, there is... There are fires that break out um, that cause, um, make it harder, basically, for everyone to breathe. Because the amount of air that is able to pass through the town, um, through the dome, is is not a lot. It's not enough, when, especially when there's fire and smoke that is obscuring the, um, the dome. And, um, so let's see here. The meanwhile, of course, the, the media is is covering all of this, um, as much as they can from the outside of the dome. And um
1: so and there's uh there's um
0: um lost my spot. so the uh turns out there is a stockpile of um
1: of propane that Rennie wants
0: to retrieve um, from a location that has since been turned into a uh, drug factory kind of deal. And um, and so there is um, they the got the the crazy, basically person that is running this place ends up uh, can, uh, convincing the first select men to join him and there is a gunfight uh, between these two men and several of the police new, newly organized police um, members and of course the the propane and the chemicals uh, from the drug lab end up creating exploding and creating this toxic firestorm that is big enough to um, basically vaporize most of the town. And so, many people within the, um, the dome are killed in just that way um, by the storm, which is also, again, consuming more and more of the air within the, uh, the dome. And the fire eventually does die out, but there's still just nothing left there but toxic air. And so, um, they're trying to figure out how to get out to break through the dome, um, and nothing is working. And so, in the end, what, um, Dale and, and Julia decide to do in the last-ditch effort, because they don't know what else to do, is to, um, for Julia to latch on to the this object that's generating this, this dome. And she somehow makes telepathic contact with one of these alien children, uh, who is not who's um, there by herself. So it's basically one human and one alien uh, there. And um, and this actually, this alien is turns out somewhat worried about what's going on, even though the rest of the group of those children, alien children, think it's amusing. And, um, Julia has to convince, through, um, images, through sending images of her own life, uh, convince the alien that the people, that these are people and sentient beings in this dome, um, that is now going to kill them. And, um, shares memories of, uh, a painful childhood incident with with a basically a, a bully in her own town. Um, and so she shares this, 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 uh, these memories of this experience with the alien. And eventually the alien shows compassion and uh, deactivates the, the dome. And um, that's how the story ends, with the, the, de- the device disappearing... And um, everyone is, that is left is saved. So that's... Um, yeah. Dang it, James is... Yeah. Um, hello, Rohan. But yeah, it, it's a really good book. Um, it's, it's just really a, a series of events that seem crazy, but they're also somewhat predictable given the personalities of the people involved. Especially the um, the people that are in charge of everything it's um it's a really good book, and um, I've heard mixed mixed reviews on it, but I really like it because it's not just about the dome itself. It's about people's reactions to it and um, political and media. Um, maneuvers, and just all of those things combined. Um, so it's a really neat story. I definitely recommend it. And there's a lot more to the plot, obviously, than what I was able to describe there. So I would definitely recommend everyone check it out. Um, it's one of the many books of Stephen King's that I really I really did enjoy. Um, I listened to the audiobook, and that was like over 30 hours? Right, something like either thirty or forty, I forget now it was it was long, but that was nice i i've always liked I've always liked longer stories that have several characters in it in them so and that's all I have for today. I figured that story would be enough to get to get through the episode, and uh I'm glad that it worked out that way so um. Yeah, cool story. Reminds me of a Twilight, Twilight Zone episode or thing. Yeah, it, it's very much Twilight Zone. It, it does have that kind of vibe to it, for sure. So, um, but thank you all for listening. And I'll be back tomorrow night with Paranormal News on the next episode of Salcido Paranormal. Take care, everyone.